Before we start Money Minded today, I just wanted you to know that sometimes inside the studio, things can get a bit silly. And I do my best to cut around that silliness today, not so much. Enjoy. You're listening to Money Minded, your West Coast mortgage and real estate news podcast. I'm your host, Randy Vance. Heather Lowry is out today. Ariana Lease from Western Title is here to talk to us about what to expect from title and escrow during your real estate transaction. Home is your four-letter word, and as always, we'll have your Central Oregon real estate market update and your West Coast mortgage news. Today is May 6th, 2021. Thank you for joining us on Money Minded. I'm feeling a lot of love in the room today. I don't know about you guys. I just do. You know, day after Cinco de Mayo, I don't see anybody that looks hungover in here. This is fantastic. I don't drink. I'm pretty boring like that. Well, thanks for joining us, Ariana. Thanks for having me, Randy. You've never actually even listened to a podcast before, have you? No, virgin. Well, hopefully you will listen to this podcast after we're done. So um, tell us a little bit about who you are. So I am an escrow officer with Western Title and Escrow in Bend, and I have been doing escrow and title for about 20 years. Um, I started out in the real estate industry because my father and my sister were both real estate agents. So I started working in that industry when I was about 15 years old and then pivoted into escrow and title when I was about 22 years old and opened up a um, escrow and title company with about three other people when I was about 24. And that is history. So I've been around for a while and that all started out in California. So, uh, you know, before we really, really start diving into what people can expect um, from escrow and title in in a real estate transaction, um, I know that you are a fellow dog owner, so do tell us about your fur babies. Well, I am a big adopt, don't shop, so don't get me started on that. But um, yeah, I have three rescues. Two of them are pitties. One's a little chihuahua mix, and um, and then we have a little cat. So you've um, got room for more then? Uh, n- n- no. Let's no, not, not quite. We don't have a farm, Randy. We, we have... <laughs> We have um, four. We have four dogs. <laughs> when we get a farm, I'm getting more dogs. This past weekend, actually, a uh, a, a little cow dog um, almost adopted us. This little five Aww. five month old puppy from across the street, uh, or well, across the farm, um, from a different farm over, came over and kind of adopted us for half of a day. So we almost had five. So. Give us the rundown. What is escrow's role during a real estate transaction? So we are the neutral third party that comes in, takes the money in, disperses the money out. We work directly with the lenders to make sure that um, everything is followed in terms of the financial side of it, of what the sales price is, what the loan amount is, what the buyer's down payment is supposed to match. Um, And then we work with the lender on the loan documents to get them signed. And then on the flip side of things, we handle the title part, which comes into play with the title insurance policy, which is a little bit of a different segment from escrow that people seem to get muddled and get Mm -hmm. the two mixed up. So, but but ultimately you guys disperse the money, right? All the money comes to you from, from all sides and then you make sure who gets paid. Yes. And that everybody's getting paid the right amount. Okay. Including agents, lenders sometimes, sellers obviously. 
Okay. Can you pay me more on our next transaction? Absolutely. Come visit me in prison. <laughs> Are there bad escrow officers? A hundred percent. Are you one of them? Absolutely not. <laughs> in the state of Oregon, does the buyer have the right to choose who handles escrow in a real estate transaction? The reason why I ask this question is because the way that the um, the residential sales agreement in the state of Oregon reads, it almost leans to that the buyer does have the choice of who handles escrow, but nine times out of 10, I see that there's already an escrow officer in there that maybe the listing agent works with or that the seller has chosen. So could you maybe elaborate on that, what our buyer's rights are and who typically chooses where escrow is handled? Yeah. So what happens is, is every state and some states have it based on a county per county um, discretion. There's um, customary habits that are established. In the case of the state of Oregon, because the seller pays for the owner's title policy, it has always been leaned towards and customary and traditional that the seller chooses the title company. Now, however, the market dictates a lot of who chooses what, depending right. on what side of the market we're working with, right? Um, however, in my eyes, everything's always negotiable. I have um, buyer-directed escrows 30% of the time. So, no, there is not an ironclad way of doing things. People right. just tend to do things based out of tradition and customary. Okay. So it's not about taking kickbacks and, you know, how many Krispy Kreme donut boxes I send your way. Yeah, I don't eat donuts, so that wouldn't get to me. But okay. I can tell Fair you enough. other things that would help. Just just making sure, you know, in case the CFPB is listening. Um, total random question. Who are you governed by? Are, are, is title and escrow governed by the state, or is there an actual governing body that oversees Department you? of Insurance. Department of we Insurance. We are under the Department of Insurance, yes, because we are issuing insurance policies at the close of escrow. So speaking of insurance, title insurance, why? Okay. So- that is a rabbit hole that I could go down, so cut me off at any point. We the got all easiest, morning. Okay. The easiest way to explain it is people do not see that title insurance policies are actually not a traditional type of insurance policy, right? We assess the risk and determine that the risk is normally like less than 5% before we even issue the policy, and it's a one-time fee. So people are used to car insurance policies where, you know, you pay on a monthly basis or right. they don't know what the risk really is going to be until an accident actually happens. Where title insurance is, you know the risk that you're getting into, you clean up the liability, and then we issue the one-time policy. So you're talking about risk, and there's two, there's two or three policies I can think of, right? So you've got owner's owner's title insurance, and you've got lender's title insurance, and then as a buyer, there's the optional owner's title insurance. So could you kind of explain the difference of what owner's title insurance is and what lender's title insurance is for? Yeah, so the owner's title insurance policy, normally kind of layman's terms, would cover the fact that maybe the correct seller didn't sign off, right? Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the times if there's a break in the chain of title, um, I could say if we go into that, we would talk about dead people, right? Maybe an heir is out there. I was feeling a lot of love on the show until you until said I that. Until I said dead people. Yeah, it's okay. Chris Christina just looked to her left as if she saw one. I thought she saw a spirit too. So I'm a little terrified. All right. Well, back on track, dead people. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Dead people brings us to where there can be clouds on title, right? Because right. you've got heirs and devisees that mm-hmm. could have um, some sort of ownership in the property just by inheritance purposes that people do not realize right. at the time of sale. Okay. So that it would be where owner's title policy could come in for coverage. Okay. Mm-hmm. After the fact. Lender's title policy, by the way, all lenders require it. So there's right. no way around that. Right. Okay. Lender's title policy is a little bit more extensive and that will cover lender risks in terms of mechanics liens. Mm-hmm. If there's construction, right. right? It will also help in terms of legal descriptions if the legal descriptions are not accurate. Okay. okay? And if title has made a boo-boo or has attached the wrong legal description, that's where the insurance policy comes in and that's where it all has to unravel. Randy, you and right. I have actually had one where there was a tax lot issue that we cleaned that one up. That's um, right. So yeah, it's what happens is is you sit a day at my desk, you will see where title insurance policy comes into play because of all the work that we do behind the scenes to get the file ready to issue the policy. So all the work's done up front, and that's why everybody questions the policy because by the time I hand it off to them, it's all taken care of. I've done all the work. Gotcha. And and lender's title insurance also ensures that us lenders remain in the first proper position, right? The proper lien mm-hmm. position of whether it's first, second, third, absolutely, what have you. Yep. Um, all right. Here's a really important question. Could you beat Joey in an arm wrestling contest? Well, it depends. Looking at the muscles that I'm seeing right now, is that that's after COVID? That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. Pre-COVID, I probably could have beat you. Probably. Yeah. Things have kind of lacked in that area for me <laughs> since COVID happened. So you might be able to beat me right now. I, and I just put on lotion, okay? So I'm a little slippery. Hmm. Hmm. That was a lot more answer than I thought I was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what are some mistakes that buyers and sellers can avoid during the escrow process in a real estate transaction? And what are some avoidable pet peeves? The reason why I ask you about the pet peeves, right, is, um, you know, we're all human beings. We all have different personalities. And, and one of these days I will talk about the pet peeves as a lender. But I think it's important for people to understand, you know, what's going to get them the best service, right? How can they not be jerks? Um, number one, if you're leaving the country during the escrow transaction, mm-hmm. let us know. Okay. Why is that important? Um because people don't realize, especially with lender docs, right. right? You have to sign your papers and be notarized on U.S. soil gotcha. for lender papers, which means you would end up at the consulate or the embassy for whatever country you're in in order to sign off on lender papers. Okay. Nowadays, because of COVID, they've they've kind of done a little bit of a workaround just mm-hmm. because people didn't want to be present in a lot of situations. So um, e-signing has made its way a little bit faster into our um, industry than I think what they had hoped for. So that is all positive. Um, the other thing is, is you need to sign your papers. The amount of times I have sellers going, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. I, I know you're moving. I, I'm taking care of helping you move. You won't move though if you don't sign your papers. Does it bother you when people read every line item and every word of the deed of trust? Um, I think the way I approach it with them is that you will get a copy of this and like it or not, it's a non-negotiable item. 
there was only a few things you had in your control, mm-hmm. and I tell them what they had in their control. The deed of trust is not in their control. Man, coming out firing shots. I love I it. I love it. I absolutely do love it. Um, all right, six syllables to describe this market. Show me the money. Oh, that's five. I don't know how to count. <laughs> Massive fail. I failed. Massive fail. <laughs> and I thought of that. And you're going to quote Jerry Maguire. Do you know when that movie was filmed? I don't. I'm 42 90s. years old. I'm so, I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciated having you on. Um, wish Heather could have been here. We're sending out our best well wishes. Hope she feels better. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And now it's time for the four-letter word. Today's four-letter word is home. Ariana, what does home mean to you? My dogs. Joey, what does home mean to you? A place to take off my shoes. Okay. All right. Christina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just rip off the Band-Aid. The mic's going to pick up everything. What does home mean to you? Put me on the spot. Um, family. Family. Yeah. Does I mean? Does nobody want to ask me what home means to me? I do. Randy, what does home mean to you? It means home. <laughs> that was deep. No. Hold on a second. I know. What does farm mean to you? Farm means home to me. There you Joey, go, Joey. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Um, all right. So I've, I've just got a couple of questions here. Um, why doesn't everyone own a home, Joey? Well, because not everybody can afford to buy a home, um, especially in this market. Right. Um, is it important to you to own your own home or the idea of what home means to you? The idea of what home means to me is more important. However, I think owning a home is extremely important. Is home where the heart is? It is in my case, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was just a cliche. It no, is, but it's also true. Right. I, Rachel Bilson, I think, did, did a movie, Home is Where the Heart Is. I don't think I've seen that one. Hmm. I'll have to go back through my late 90s VHS tapes and see if I can dig that one out of the catacombs. <laughs> Rom-com. 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 That's why we've not seen it. <laughs> there was a reason. Heather, we are really trying to hold it together without you today. And let me just tell you, you are missed. <laughs> Deeply missed. Oh, goodness. So, Joey, since uh, since you're sitting in for Heather, do you have a market update for us? Yeah. Watch this. With your Central Oregon real estate update, it's me, your producer, the median price for a home in Bend was five seventy-five, down from January's five hundred and eighty thousand dollars, with the average price per square foot up four dollars from two ninety-three to two ninety-seven. There's your update, folks. And now with your West Coast mortgage news, I am Randy Vance. 
Close to the bottom again? Well, at least we are halfway there. The average rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is smack dab in the middle of the 52-week highs and lows. As we record this show, the average 30-year fixed rate is 3.1%. 15-year rates are also on their own train down south with an average rate of 2.52. 30-year jumbo is only four basis points away from 52-week lows at 3.14%. So that's, you know, that's one thing that I feel like we're not talking about right now is jumbos being so low. So, Mr. Deep Pockets, why do you pay cash for everything when you could just rent the money for free or almost free, I should say? Um, What that will actually do is make the jumbo market anything over 548,250 loan amount, typically homes in the millions. Uh, We're going to see a lot more competition because that Money is so cheap to rent. Uh, CFPB says mortgage complaints have spiked, believe it or not. Say what? Company com- uh, companies uh, have received more complaints recently. They're at their highest levels in three years, says Jan Swanson from Mortgage News Daily. Many consumers complain that servicers did not provide clear and accurate information about their options, especially regarding loss mitigation after forbearance ends. Also from Jan Swanson, uh, Fannie and Freddie told Write Their Wills. The GSEs Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have been given orders to develop so-called living wills. Such wills are credible resolution plans that outline how either GSE could be rapidly or orderly resolved should the Federal Housing Finance Agency, FHFA, not FHA, be appointed their receiver in the event of another financial crisis. The mandate is in the form of a final rule issued by FHFA on Monday. Uh, the rule is similar to those issued by the Federal Reserve and the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, under which many large financial institutes are required to submit such wills. Both the Department of the Treasury and the Financial Stability Oversight Council have endorsed living rules for the GSEs. Now that scares the living tar out of me, folks. I was going to ask you about that. I said well from when i heard that i was like "Ooh, what does that mean create they have to create their living wills right they have Mm -hmm. to put out the roadmap in case there's another financial Mm -hmm. crisis so what that tells me and i'm no conspiracy theorist right that tells me that we could be gearing up for something four five six years down the road but how absolutely responsible of the FDIC and the CFPB and the Treasury Department to get ahead of this. Are we headed down that road now? In my personal opinion, I'm going to say that's a hard no. I feel like the economy is doing too well. Um, you know, We're coming out of COVID, albeit slower than most people want, but we are getting back to somewhat of a semblance of normality. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, create your wills. Um, uh, my name is Randy Vance. My address is if you want to just go ahead and include me on the will, that would be great. You know, multi-billion dollar corporation. So um, that's been your West Coast Mortgage News. From the producer. Last week, as far as I know, Randy was perfect. That's like three weeks in a row. Yep. Heather, however, will have to wait to find out if she was perfect or not when she gets back to work. Back to work! Back to work, lady! Thank you to our guest, Ariana Lease from Western Title. Thanks so much for joining us today on Money Minded. Questions or comments about the show? Email info at moneyminded.us. Heather, you were absolutely missed today. Uh, Christina, thanks for filling in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ariana, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Invite me back. For somebody who's never even listened to a podcast, you did amazing. You did a fabulous really job. Great. And you told it like it is. I love your brutal honesty. No nonsense. We'll some have you back. love it, some hate it. We'll have you back. <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. That's Money Minded. <laughs>